There's an underdog story happening today in America, one that couldn't have been scripted. Small businesses are fighting to make a big comeback, but in the moment they have the least, they're giving the most. They're rallying communities, feeding those in need, yet asking for little in return. It's pretty incredible, isn't it? But they still need our support now more than ever. Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and give back to the small business that unites us all. Shop, share, and donate today at smallunites.org. Such a pretty girl, left town at a chance in LA, are you a city girl? The Information Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms on the second YouTube channel as well as Information Man speaks to to the information man speaks podcast i'm live on periscope this is what i'm going to be doing on periscope exclusively is bringing over content exclusively to periscope you can also hear me live on spreaker ladies and gentlemen uh let me just uh lay out a few things here uh this is the information man speaks podcast as i said before 
I have a YouTube channel called Information Man Show. I have a large uh, crowd of people who follow me over there. Uh, sometimes when I'm going live on that Information Man Show, which is primarily on YouTube, I will plug it into Periscope as well as on Twitter. But what I'm doing now, what I'm going to be doing uh, weekly or maybe more frequently is uh, going live and putting mainly exclusive material on Periscope and going live on Spreaker. Spreaker is the system that I use. It distributes a lot of my podcasts to a lot of different uh, platforms. Let me put some of these platforms up that you uh, can see me on on here. And uh, here we go. So we got the uh, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio Podcast. We got um, Radio Republican uh, Radio FM. TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, just a lot of them, a lot of platforms out there. Let me put up another logo here for you all to see and uh, to see some more things clear. So that's iHeartRadio there, the Google Podcast, the TuneIn. These are some of the uh, areas that you can catch the show uh, whenever you have a chance. And, of course, I'm going to put that up on the screen there, or maybe I'll just put it up on the screen Um in a way that, um, let me see if I could do this. Can I do this again? Oh, I used to put stuff on the screen like that, folks. But uh, let me take that off the screen and let me go back to over here like so. And um, like I was saying, you can also hear me on, or right now you can hear me live on Spreaker. And after this this live is over, it's going to automatically push itself to all the different platforms. Spotify is one of my favorite. I, I, I use that to listen to most of my podcasts, uh, not only to listen to mine to see how it, it, how it all sound and how it all came out, but I primarily use it when I'm listening to anybody's podcast that I enjoy, and that's listening on Spotify. They've got great music over there, great content. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of them out there. Let me say peace and shout out to people out there that are listening to me or will be listening to this. Uh, out there on SoundCloud. I'm to give them a clap. Because I appreciate them. So I got a lot of folks over there that have been subscribing to me on SoundCloud. I've been subscribing to them. And I want to say shout out to anybody out there that knows me personally. I want to say shout out to uh, folks out there who follow me on Twitter, at Clinton06, at Clinton06 is where you can follow me. I want to say shout out to um, to anyone out there who's who follows my YouTube channel that happens to stumble upon this podcast on on uh, on Periscope. Okay, let me have a little bit of a water there. You know, we want to always tell the truth. You are listening to Information Man podcast. When you're listening to the Information Man Speaks podcast, um, definitely important. Once again, I'm live on Spreaker, live right now, in effect, on Periscope. We'll be doing this quite regularly, uh, doing frequent pop-up programs like this, specifically tailored to the Periscope crowd and those that follow me on uh, Spreaker as well. And I hope some of my, my folks that follow me on the YouTube area come on over, too, every now and then, too. So let me put this back up here and uh, let's get into it. What I want to talk about. I got a few things I want to talk about. Uh, we'll take a couple of breaks here and there where I'll be pipe. I'll be piping in black information radio. Uh, it's an information uh, 
um, a radio show that pretty much just tells you break down little things that are happening around the country as it relates to African-Americans, black people. Um, let me turn something else on here that I want to get uh, get um, illuminated on my. Oh, there we go. I got that illuminated nicely. So I want I want to get into a couple areas. Um, this is information, you know, black information news, but I'm going to get into an area. We know that the, uh, the coronavirus or the virus is, um, has had an impact on society. It has an impact on various different groups. Uh, they've been saying that African-Americans have been hit the hardest by, uh, the coronavirus. Now, this is how that can be debated. There are a lot of people who already had comorbidities. They were already sick with either cancer, diabetes. They were overweight. They weren't taking care of themselves properly. So there are already people that were suffering uh, with dealing with this, with their health already. And I believe, I believe that the, uh, the virus just kind of took them over the top. So there are people who already had illnesses uh, and they were already hanging on thin thread and some of these folks and some, for whatever reason some folks get um looped into the number of cases as it relates to this uh that as it relates to the virus excuse me um we've got this vaccine by madeira and then you have the vaccine by pfizer which has to be kept at a certain temperature they're saying that you're going to have to get not one shot but two shots as you've already heard and the second shot uh, but the first shot, there will be some side effects, maybe a maybe a headache, maybe some nausea, some soreness, what have you. I've 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 looked at some some documents that says that the older you are, the more harder your body your body is to uh, adjust to taking uh, vaccines when you're dealing with the adverse side effects. Now, I did a show on my YouTube channel just recently called um, "The Face of the Front Line." Uh, a black woman got the first the first dose of the uh, vaccine. Uh, YouTube took that video down because I was primarily saying on my YouTube program, ladies and gentlemen, that um, you know you have to make a decision, obviously, that is best for you and your family. But you have to look at not just okay, I take it today, I feel fine, what have you. I'm just asking people to be aware because we really don't know what are the long-term effects. What are the long-term effects of uh, this vaccine that they're giving us? I mean, people, we're living in COVID hell. You know, you can't, you can't go to a restaurant, can't go to a concert, can't go to a sporting event. They're telling you to stay away from family. I live in California where we're on a complete lockdown. There's a, um, a travel ban where you can't travel to certain areas. You can't be traveling from Northern California to Southern California and vice versa. They don't want, they want people to stay within their regions. Um, San Francisco, the city by the Bay. I lived there, went to high school and college there. They're in a lot of trouble, even though San Francisco was one of the first cities in this country to be really progressive with having a lockdown and trying to aggressively test people in the city. It comes out that their ICU bids are at zero. That's right, nilch. There are no ICU bids available. Uh, last time I checked, they are under heavy crisis. And I want to say to people out there that may be listening to me in the Bay Area, my prayers go out to you. Please stay safe um, because 
this is affecting everybody. Now, I'm not going to get into the usual conspiracy theory. You got a bunch of people that's been talking conspiracy about this ain't real. This is that's not this nonsense. People are actually being affected by this. People are dying. This is not a joke. This is nothing to uh, play with. This is real. It is really happening. And we need to take it, uh, in my estimate, we need to take it serious because uh, a lot of people are being impacted uh, by what's happening with this. um This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. This virus and how it's having an effect on society. Um, the last I checked, because I, I, was, I was doing my research, the uh, Tennessee, the state of Tennessee is leading the country in terms of having the most cases right now. And part of the problem in Tennessee was like a lot of these red states, these southern states, they're very stubborn because a lot of people in these southern states do not want to wear a mask or they don't take it always serious. This this doesn't mean that you don't have people in blue states that feel the same way, but it but, but it doesn't surprise me that you do have quite a bit of our quote-unquote red states that are having a lot of problems as well. Now, our blue states are such as California, but you got to look at the fact that California has the largest population. And one of the one of the events that I believe, and I think people, the, so, the experts, people on the news are saying, is that there's a possibility that the reason why we're having spike-ups is because people didn't really take serious the um, the alarm, the bell that was the bell of concern, the bell to say, "Hey, to say, hey, man, you need to stay away from your family members. You can't gather in twenty and thirty and fifty and sixty people. You can't have a lot of people in your household for uh, Thanksgiving, or I call it Thanks Taken Day." Um, because you're going to end up creating a super spreader. You're going to spread this and people are going to get it. And obviously there, obviously with the numbers spiking up, it has to make you think that there were people who did not listen to those things and just said, I'm going to have my family over the hell with what the media is saying, the hell with what Dr. Fauci is saying and all these individuals are telling me, I'm going to do what I want to do. And as a result, this might've spiked up and I'm going to be honest. Um, one of the reasons why America is having the problem it's having with uh, dealing with this virus is because of the fact, A, we don't have a national plan. There was no national plan put forth by Donald Trump. It was sort of let each state wing it as they would like to wing it. Let each state do exactly what they want to do um, to the re- to, 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 for no regards to the safety and health of other people. If people don't want to wear a mask, if people don't want to do this, then so be it. Each state can do what they want to do. And then uh, Donald Trump sort of uh, pitted blue states against red states. You could tell in the beginning of all this thing, he did not uh, take it serious because 
it was the blue states were, that were getting hit the hardest in the beginning. And Donald Trump showed no rev- reverence towards the blue states because the blue states didn't give a you-know-what for him, didn't vote for him. And he particularly had a uh, a nasty disposition towards California. I was li- living out here in Northern Calif- California where I'm at. We had a big wildfire in the Napa country, you know, wine country. California, we're known for having some of the best wine uh, that money can buy here in California. And I, I can literally drive to Napa, snap of a hand, no problem. And wine country, Sonoma, all those areas where we have some of the best wineries in the world uh, got burnt down to a crisp. And Trump and his administration didn't give a care. Well, he showed the same disrespect and, and, and none reverence to uh, blue states. And then it started to happen to uh, red states step by step by step because a lot of these red states were run by Republican gov- governors who didn't believe it was real, who didn't believe it was something to get all uh, get concerned about. And now what's happening is that we have a we have a big problem in this country. Uh, it's getting to the point where people are, are, are dying. The cases are high. You don't have enough ICU bids. And Donald Trump said that there was so many so much supplies that he was getting out there. But you still have people in hospitals that are um, that were complaining about they don't have enough um, protective equipment. And so therefore, right now you have you're seeing before your eyes on news networks where they're putting on these displays of uh, nurses and doctors who are the first responders, as we're told, and they are. And they're getting the first shot of this serum or what we call a vaccine first dose. And then you got to take a second dose. And I want to know how many of you out there and I might open up my phone lines for anyone out there that is listening to the program. I would like to know how many of you out there are willing uh, and willing to take a, uh, a vaccine because there are a lot of people who are saying that they won't take a vaccine there. They have uh, concerns about taking a vaccine and we got to keep this in mind. I mean, as much as people don't want to possibly take a vaccine, you're going to put your hands up like that. You're going to say, no, don't give it to me. I don't want your vaccine. These doctors are out here doing something. We know that African-Americans are black people. We have a bad disposition towards this because historically, uh, the medical establishment has used us as Frankenstein experiments where they have uh, we can go. We can look at the, the, the Tuskegee, uh, Tuskegee, Alabama experiment. Excuse me. We can look at what they did in North Carolina, where they sterilized black women purposely during the eugenics movement in this country, which hasn't gone away. Can I say <coughs> Bill Gates? <laughs> um, so we have not been trusting of the medical establishment and that's why uh, black people uh, feel some kind of way about the vaccines to fight that what you see on the screen, that critter right there, that uh, virus that we're fighting in the country. And those of you who are listening right now on all the traditional podcasting platforms, you can't see the visual effects that I'm putting up on my screen because I am uh, videoing this live, but you can hear the illustrations that I'm that I'm speaking upon and what I have on the screen is a breakdown on a micro level of the virus an illustration of of it and I'm putting up another illustration of this uh virus 
and uh, this COVID-19 and what it is, it's very destructive once it gets into your body, into your lungs. Uh, it's a respiratory disorder that it, it brings about. And unfortunately, when people get on those respirators, uh, there are a lot of people that get on the respirators and they don't end up uh, making it off those respirators because quite honestly, ladies and gentlemen, it is not normal for the human body to um, have air from a machine being blown into your into your body, right? And one of the things that I'm going to put up on the screen for you to see right now, and for those of you out there listening in a traditional podcasting platform, just I got a picture here of a man in a hazmat suit, and he's spraying the the uh, rails of a walkway. He's going downstairs. Um, this is what I have not really seen in America. You know, when this whole thing broke out, so they say, in Wuhan, China, which they claim came out of a, uh, there was there was talk that it came out of a meat, uh, 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 a market, a meat market, a food market, and there was this talk about there being a delicacy called bat soup, and people were eating the bat soup. One of the things I noticed about the Chinese is that they were, they dealt with this virus like a army of soldiers because they had people out there spraying the streets, sanitizing everything with hazmat suits, walking around in the streets, spraying everything. You've, you've never seen that in America. You've never seen them take it to the level while doctors are trying to figure out ways to create these vaccines to get rid of this It's Super Saturday at Kohl's. Take an extra 20 or 15% off. Get a Magic Bullet Blender, $33.99, 30% off toys, and save on Sonicare Electric Toothbrushes, $24.99. Plus, get Kohl's cash, plus fast and free store pickup. Give with all your heart. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles, 20 and 15% offers valid December 10th through December 20th with promo code BIGSAVINGS. Toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details horrible um situation that we find ourselves in um coming up with a vaccine to rid this one of the things that we have failed to do in america is to take this on a national front and how we are dealing with this uh nasty vaccine which is having and and uh reaping havoc over our planet uh, you have other countries now that are feeling the pain of this of this um, virus. I think Germany is now spiking up. They're having problems in Australia. Um, so it, it's not going away anytime soon. And um, I don't know what this is. If you're a religious person, you may say, hey, this is God's way of punishing the world, punishing America for all the things that we do that are not in the best interest of being uh, godly, that some people that would say that. Uh, this is the, uh, here you have the virus in a microscopic level that I have on the screen. So there's so many things um, that is happening to us around this situation with this virus. Uh, when you listen to TV nowadays and news, that's all they talk about. And you got to turn it off for your own mental health and sanity, ladies and gentlemen, because if you don't, it will drive you crazy. It will definitely drive you baddies because every day you're listening to how many people have it, how many people have died from this, and then what it does, it makes you nervous because you're saying to yourself, you don't want to catch it. Then you've got people around you who don't believe that it's actually uh, real, that it's uh, it's just 
They believe that it's fictional. It's not the real thing. And then for black people, again, I'm going to say it, there's the the uh, the paranoia that they're going to experiment on us. As you see the child on the screen there with the mother, the child's being getting ready to be vaccinated. And um, we got to be honest about this. Uh, we're living under different times. Nothing is going to change. We are not going to go back to the way things used to be. The The normal, as we know it, is gone forever. It is not coming back. That norm is gone forever. It is not coming back. And we need to realize that, that that is the truth. Tell the truth. You are listening to Information Man podcast. You're listening to the Information Man Speaks podcast. I thank you for being here radio style, live in effect. I think I may have someone listening to me over in the, uh, let me see who I have listening to me over in the other area. And it's back to the basics. She says, Tennessee nurses passed out yesterday, 17 minutes after getting the uh, vaccine. So um, back to the basics is the sister that follows me in the YouTube streets, YouTube channel. She's listening to me live here on uh, Spreaker. She's one of uh, a big supporter of mine. I have a lot of respect for this sister. And she's saying, she said to me in the first message, uh, grand Saturday to you. I don't want to take it. She says she doesn't want to take the vaccine. And Tennessee nurse passed out yesterday, 17 minutes after getting the, of, uh, the vaccine for the virus. Now, let's just keep this. Let's, we're going to be honest here. We know that uh, people, uh, different people, are going to respond to this vaccine differently based on your immune system. Got to keep that in mind. What is your immune system like? Um, How are you taking care of yourself as a person in this society? As they're telling you to stay home, don't go outside your, your home by any means. And um, I am going to possibly open up the phone lines to um, have someone call in. I may even have a sister uh, back to the basics call in I will na- I will give the number uh, for any call ins and let me put this on the screen as well right now what I have on the screen is a picture of a doctor or nurse who has a vial in their hand with the needle trying to get the vaccine out that they're going to distribute to someone I'm just going to say this in mind um, everybody is going to deal with and tolerate the vaccine different from other people that's just a fact of the matter. Uh, given your, once again, your immune system and how your immune system and how your health, how healthy are you, that can play a role in how you take to this vaccine. Now, I am not a fan of having someone inject me with a vaccine, but I understand what the circumstances are, ladies and gentlemen, those that are listening in Periscope and those that are listening on Spreaker and will listen on Google, a Google podcast, Apple, iHeartRadio podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Oh, I'm on radio.com as well. All of you out there that'll be listening in SoundCloud, uh, CastBox, I'm on CastBox, uh, just all the different platforms that are out there that'll be listening to this, to what I'm saying today. I really appreciate your support and listening to this podcast as this is the Information Man Speaks uh, podcast. And that's what it is, folks. You are listening to Information Man Podcast. Information is power. Information is power. We got to keep 
going. And let me say, let me say uh, peace to Back to the Basics. Real quick, ladies and gentlemen, she's uh, someone who follows me, as I said before, on the YouTube streets. We call it that in YouTube when you have a YouTube channel and you're broadcasting over there as well. Now, what I want to do as before I open up the phone lines for anyone who wants to call in. And the phone lines is a sort of a conference call where you can call in and be on the line with many other people. Let me read this to you. As we feel paranoid and we feel some concern about taking this vaccine, there's some new, there's a poll that came out that was done by Kaiser. The poll finds that an increased number of Americans, including black people would take the COVID the coronavirus vaccine. Americans are increasingly willing to take COVID-19 vaccine, especially black and Hispanic Americans, according to a new poll related that, that was released Last Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, the Kaiser Family Foundation, okay, poll found that 71% of Americans are willing to take a free and safe coronavirus vaccine, an increase of 8% from three months ago. So three months ago, a decrease of 8% people weren't going to do it, right? And the latest numbers that I witnessed myself that black people weren't going to want to take part in any of this was that at one point in time, there was an article that I looked at that said 58% of black people in America were saying that they were going to go nada, not going to take it. But we're seeing that they're saying that there's new numbers. And I, and I, I would think that the reason why this is happening too is because just a week ago they had Sandra, sister Sandra, who was a nurse who was given the first dose in New York at Long Island Hospital, a Jewish hospital, where sister, um, there was a doctor, a black female, she was a doctor, who, uh, her name was, her name was Dr. Chester. She administered the vaccine to this sister, Sandra, and Sandra said that she was doing her part, her due diligence, to make people realize that it's safe, it's nothing to be concerned about, about taking the vaccine, and therefore she did it. And uh, they had the press there. They were asking her questions. And I got to say that, that, was, that a lot of that was for optics. They, they, they have to do this because they have to make people feel comfortable in taking a vaccine. They have to make you feel that there's no danger to yourself, to your, to, to your person. And therefore, this is one of the reasons why they're showing doctors and nurses on television who are uh, taking the vaccines. They said to us a week ago before that uh, Joe Biden, uh, uh, Bill Clinton, George Bush Jr., Sr., uh, I mean, Jr., uh, and uh, Obama said that they would be willing to take a publicly uh, a public uh, test, meaning they'll put it on television, they'll put it on news so that you can see them. And that's another thing that they want to do to get people to feel confident to take uh, the vaccine. Particularly, it's Super Saturday at Kohl's. Take an extra 20 or 15% off. Get a Magic Bullet Blender, $33.99, 30% off toys, and save on Sonicare Electric Toothbrushes, $24.99. Plus, get Kohl's cash, plus fast and free store pickup. Give with all your heart. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles, 20 and 15% offers valid December 10th through December 20th with promo code Big Savings. Toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. 
black people because they're saying that we are disproportionately impacted by this vaccine. But I want to I want to drop this on everybody, too, in this program today. I want you to go over to an article, look this up and Google this. This is real. This is not jokes. This is nothing I made up. There's an article called Science Daily. Science Daily has come out with a study. And what they have found in Science Daily is that um, black people are disproportionately catching the vaccine, the vac, the vac, the uh, virus. They're getting this coronavirus, but they're also found in their studies that once once black people contract the coronavirus, we are not dying from coronavirus at the same numbers of white Americans. So we are actually we're catching it, but we're not dying at high numbers in the way that white America is dying from this virus. What's happening is, is that you have black people that are healthy catching it and they're somehow um, they're not it's not taking them out of here. Now, the black people, for the most part, who actually have had an adverse effect when they got covid who have who are no longer with us because they died. These would be black people who have high comorbidities, meaning they already had some kind of health problem. When you look at someone like uh, Brother Charlie Pride, who was a great country singer, what people fail to understand is they put out in the press that he uh, passed away from COVID. What people fail to understand in the case of Brother Charlie Pride is that he already was having health problems. He was already on bubble gum and shoestrings with his health and his life overall. So you got to you got to keep that in mind when we look at a, a brother like Charlie Pride and we say uh, to ourselves, "Well, it was COVID that took him out." There's even been studies to show that there are people who actually have passed away of this condition who did not have um they did not they they didn't die of covid they died of their heart hypertension you know heart disease cancer whatever they were struggling with because either they were too afraid to go to the hospital because their thought was that I'm going to catch it if I go to the hospital or they weren't able to get an appointment because all the resources in these hospitals is being laser focused on dealing with COVID. So as a result, as a result, you don't have many people. Uh, you have people who are not even going to the hospital because they either can't get the appointments that they need or the appointments are so far long before they can get in there or they're frightened about catching COVID, as I said before, and they're already sick, hanging on shoestrings and bubblegum. And they're and they're passing away, and then people are. There's the rumor. There's rumor that maybe people are being lumped into the COVID numbers when they're actually dying of something else. So those are things that have been floating out there. But as I read further into this article, as I said, 71 percent of Americans are willing to take a free and safe COVID nineteen vaccine, an increase of eight percent from three months ago. The increase are the most dramatic among black adults at 62% of those polled in December said they would be willing to take a free and safe vaccine compared to 50% 3 
three months ago. So 50% of black people said they would not. That's about right. As I said, it was about 58%. And now 62%, it has gone up, are saying, this is black people, that um, they're willing to give it a try. And I'm saying, could it be because of the octaves of seeing other black people that are medical professionals taking it? Then you had uh, Dr. Fauci, who uh, was on a, a program on YouTube saying, brothers and sisters, all of a sudden we're brothers and sisters to Dr. Fauci, saying that because of kismet, a black woman is involved in the research and development of this vaccine, that we, have, we can trust it because black people or a black doctor is involved in it, right? Just like a black woman was involved in uh, giving, uh, contributing to the Tuskegee, Alabama syphilis uh, program in which they gave syphilis to black men to study how syphilis would break down the body, lied to them and thought they were getting a blood testing because that's how they got, got they, how they started it. They had leaflets telling the black community, particularly black men, hey, we got to test your blood for something. We got to do this. And then there was a black woman at that time who sort of was involved in this soliciting of black men to get involved in this test, this experiment, which became a Frankenstein experiment that many of us have read about, heard about, and it's horrible. Now, the, now let me read this to you, everybody listening. Officials had, had worried about convincing people to get vaccinated, especially people from communities, I hate this word of color, but that's what it says in the article, communities of color who have been ex- who have been exploited by public health systems in the past and who still feel worse health outcomes compared to white people parties due to unequal access to care and racism. And I'm going to tell you, Racism is a big problem in this country, as some of you already know. If you don't know this, then where the hell you been? What rock have you been under? Tell the truth. Because I'm going to be doing this on my YouTube channel. There was a new study that came out a few years ago, a new study that showed that racism may shorten the the life of black Americans. It may shorten black Americans' lifespan. The study resulted linked stress from increased experiences with racism racial discrimination to more rapid aging in the in African-American groups. African-Americans who reported more experiences with racism, discrimination are likely to age faster, adding to evidence that racism is not only a social and moral dilemma in this country and in the world, but also a public health issue, according to a Auburn University study published last month and this came out this article came out a few years ago i'm going to go deeper into this article on my uh podcast my youtube podcasting show and i do have a youtube version to this podcast but there's different material on that that platform none of the material that i'm speaking upon on my traditional podcasting platforms is the same on my YouTube version of my podcast. And that's where I'll probably end up doing this. If not my first channel, the information man show on YouTube. So make sure you check that out. And if you can do me the biggest favor, I like, I always like to do this and subscribe. And as I put that on the screen, as you can see it, definitely subscribe to the program because, um, 
For those of you that are listening to me on Periscope and listening to me on Spreaker, come on over to my YouTube channel, The Information Man uh, Show, and subscribe to that. I definitely would appreciate that, most definitely. So go ahead and do that. Um, Back to the basics. I'm going to put the the, uh, phone lines open in just a moment if you want to call in, sister, and talk to me about some of this. The officials. Now, public health officials have worked in recent months to assure that those concerned ahead expect authorization of a COVID-19 vaccine. The polls, which was conducted, this was conducted on November the 30th and December the 8th, indicated that some of those efforts have been successful, not just among people of color, but but across all segments of society. But the poll found a partial gap in the willingness to take a vaccine. 86% of Democrats said in December they would take the vaccine compared to 77% of those three months ago. Only 56% of the Republicans said that same in December, but compared to to 47% in September. So remember I said that Donald Trump, he sort of made this thing, he sort of uh, put politics in this whole vaccine situation and this whole... uh, virus situation that we're in where he pitted red states against uh blue states and it's 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 it's, it's amazing 80 86 percent of people that deem themselves democrats are willing to take the vaccine where you've got 56 percent of republicans said the same and then it drilled down to about 47 percent. so you have a lot of people who are republicans and particularly these people who are following donald trump his minion who do not believe in the mat wearing masks and mandated lockdowns and any of these sort of things. Um, they, they saying that they're saying the hell with it. We're not, we're not taking it. So you're seeing that we have a very split country. We're very split on our politics. We're split on our health issues. We're split on everything. And I'm going to say this too, that this virus COVID-19 has exposed a lot of ills. In American society, it has really exposed a lot of our weaknesses, our lack of ability. Um, it has really exposed American society in a lot of ways that we're not as strong as we are. It's, it's exposed our our healthcare system, which people have already complained about for many years. We have a for profit healthcare system instead of having a health system that is serving the people. It's all wrapped up into uh, being controlled and manipulated by what the insurance companies the insurance companies that right that's right the insurance companies are getting in the way of your relationship with your doctor ladies and gentlemen so what i want to do i'm going to go to a small commercial break i'm going to pipe in uh right now need an extra hand with dinner just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. I'm going to pipe in just in a moment. Let me bring in some more music here as I get ready to pipe in. Info, black, information, black Information Channel. And uh, here we go in just a moment. Hang on. It's coming in very soon. And then I'm going to open up the I'm going to open up the phone lines as well as I do this. 
We don't want to waste any vaccines. The hospitals are using those extra doses. We're getting every every bit worth of it. Dr. Kanner says there's no way to predict how much extra vaccine is in the vials. The concern, though, is that there may not be the same amount in future shipments. Now, the COVID vaccine requires two shots taken weeks apart for it to work. I'm Doug Davis, along with Madeline Woods on the Black Information Network. The power of information. Black news here and now. This is BIN on iHeartRadio. Your money on the Black Information Network. Well, this weekend is the last big rush for Christmas gifts, and Walmart's deadline for next day delivery is Monday. For in-store pickup, orders must be placed by 4 p.m. December 23rd for pickup on Christmas Eve. With more people shopping online amid the coronavirus pandemic, retailers and shipping companies have had to tighten their deadlines and reduce expectations of packages getting delivered before Christmas. JCPenney is going to be closing more stores next year. The struggling retailer has already shuttered over 150 stores since filing for bankruptcy protection, which has just emerged from this month. Now, in a statement to USA Today, JCPenney is confirming plans to close an additional 15 stores. The stores will begin liquidation sales later this month and will close their doors in March. And finally, federal agents are accusing a family of setting up a fake ministry in Orlando, Florida to get federal relief aid. According to investigators, the ASLAN International Ministry requested nearly $7 million from the Paycheck Protection Program in April. They reportedly received $8.4 million in May, then tried to buy a $3.7 million dollar home near disney agents later discovered the ministry's office was empty and they set up a phony bank account to hide more than seven million dollars that was eventually seized with your money i'm doug davis on the black information network black news impacting your town your world your voice this is cin on iHeartRadio. I'm Madeline Woods. And I'm Doug Davis on the Black Information Network. A prominent real estate developer out of Baltimore is suing Wells Fargo Bank after he says a branch manager interrogated him and refused to deposit a $3 million check into his account. Ernst Valerie is a Haitian immigrant. His attorney says the check was a payment from the state of Maryland. In relation to a, a development that's that's received a lot of uh, uh, attention and press in Baltimore, which is the transformation of the uh, old abandoned St. Michael's Church. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. Um, I've just piped in the phone connection. That's the phone number. Back to the basics. If you want to call in and talk to me a little while, uh, go call on in. The number is 605-313-5658. Access code is 571-128. Once again, 
605-313-5658. Access code 571128. That's the number on the screen. Make sure you call in and be respectful, whoever calls in. Uh, you any, Anything you want to talk about around the issues of what's happening in, in this society, issues around what's happening with relates to black people, societal issues, let's talk about it. And if you want to call in and give, whether you're going to take the vaccine or not, um, let me read something here while I wait for someone to get on the line. And remember, it's a uh, conference call, so I can have more than one person on the line at the same time. I can have multiple people, but we have to be respectful so that each person can get out what they want to say, depending on if we do end up getting quite a few people on there. But I suspect that back to the basics, we'll call in. I'll get her on the line and get her thoughts as soon as possible here. Let me read something else to you here as far as this article that I found. So check this out. But the polls found, check this out, polls found that that uh, that partial gaps in willingness to take the vaccine. Well, I read that part. I went over that part there. Only 56%. I went over that part there. While the polls found an increase in the percentage of Americans willing Willing to take the the percentage of Americans willing to take the vaccine, vaccine vaccine hesitation still remains. So even though there's been an increase, that's really what I was trying to say, folks. Excuse me there. Even though there's been an increase in people willing to take it, there's still hesitation. The poll found that vaccine hesitation is higher among Republicans, as I said before. Those between the age of 30 and 49 in rural residents, black adults, and essential workers. So people that are essential workers, people that are black adults, as well as people that are between the age of 30 and 49 that are Republicans, they are hesitant to take the vaccine. That's what the poll is saying. And this is a poll that came out of an article called The Hill. The main reason cited amongst people who said they do not want to get vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen, were worries about side effects, lack of trust in the government to assure the vaccine's safe. Hey, I'm with you there. Is it safe? What are the long-term effects? And the effectiveness of the vaccine. Concerns that the vaccine is too new, too new to the market. It was rushed to the market. And concerns about the role of politics in the development process of this vaccine. Let me finish this out. Black adults were more likely to cite concern over side effects in the newsy of the vaccine, the newness of this vaccine. Let me correct myself there. Republicans were more likely to say they don't want to get a vaccine because they believe the risks of COVID-19 are being exaggerated, being exacerbated. It's you're 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 making up stuff, folks. The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, authorized Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine last week. States began rolling this out and the first American outside of a critical 
trial on Monday. And when they wrote it out, it was a black woman, Miss Sant- uh, Miss Sandra. She works in the ICU at the hospital in New York, in uh, Long Island, New York, who was administered one of the shots. And she said she was doing her due diligence. Diligence. Her due diligence, excuse me, folks, tongue-tied there, in taking it and said she felt fine. It didn't feel like any other different uh, vaccine according to what this sister said. And there was a black, a black doctor, uh, Dr. Chester, who administered the vaccination. And I'm saying to you that that was also done for octaves to make America feel comfortable, but to also make black people feel comfortable that you have a black nurse and a black doctor who are t- who are taking it, that are administrating it, so that means that it must be safe if they're doing it because they are medical professions. Let me see who I have on the line if anyone wants to have a discussion with me today for a short time. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Is anybody there? Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. What's going on? Back to the basics. Thanks for calling in the program. Um, I read what you were uh, writing in the uh, chat room of the Spreaker. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I read the document. You heard what I had to say. They're saying that there's an increase in people being willing to want to take it. Still, there's hesitation. Um, I'm more... See, you've been hearing me on my YouTube channel. I'm more focused on the long-term effects. That's what I'm I'm focusing on because anything that's new, you don't know what the long-term effects are. But let me give the mic over to you and hear what you have to say. Go ahead, sister. Oh, yes. I've, uh, well, I'm just thankful that I was able to catch you live because I haven't, uh, I haven't been live with you for quite some period of time. Um, as a medic, I mean, this actually frightens me. Um, I do a lot of research. Um, I saw the codes before it was even approved. So, I mean, whenever they said, oh, it's pending approval, I'm like, y'all need to just quit lying. I'm like, I'm literally looking at the computer and I can see Moderna and Pfizer. Like, y'all have already signed off on it. Like, the FDA Um, as a medic is just a pushover. They have no teeth. All, All that is is a front, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I just feel targeted, particularly being black and in the field that I'm in, particularly in medical and in the military, because, um, I was asked last week if I wanted to volunteer for it. And I said, no, (laughs) no, I'm not volunteering for it. So, um, from what I know right now, they're saying that it's not required for us to get it, but the thing is, I know what the Army regulation says. I mean, they can say that, oh, it's not required, but if, but if they really want to, they can make, particularly me being medical, yeah, they can make me do it, and then I'd have to either, either you know, fall in line or just get out. 
So wow. there really is a, I just feel targeted. I mean, I just, I can, I, I, I really can't say I'm surprised that myself and another individual got asked just because I hate to have to say it due to our ethnicity because we're black. And I'm like, no, I'm going to decline that. I'm good. Back to the basics. <laughs> I don't need that. You're I'm, com- I'm- Back to the basics. You're coming out nice and clear on this. And I love it. Your, your voice is coming out nice and clear. Uh, is that how you really feel? I mean, be honest. I mean, we have a right to, I mean, you know, you know, I, you know, I was on, you know, that my video got taken down off of YouTube when I, when I made my analysis about the sister who was the first one to take that dose on Monday, as I was reading this article here. <laughs> and, um, and I, and you know why I got, you know why I got taken down. I don't know if you heard me last night when I went live last night talking about Joe Biden's behind and how he's talking down to, uh, and I'm going to play some of that on this program today before I get off of here, how he's talking down to black folks um, when he met secretly with Al Sharpton, um, all these different uh, leaders, Cedric Rich, uh, Richmond, who's going to be his uh, advisor, who used to be the president of the NAACP. Derek Johnson was there. And he was kind of talking down to black folks, what he ain't going to do, what he going to do. and um, But last night, did you hear... Um, me say to you, did you hear what I had to say about that video being taken down when I said that uh, there was a remember the guy who called in and he made some statements about Australia and that they're putting that HIV in the I'm not going to say it here because I don't want to get censored on here either, but they're putting they yeah. put HIV in, and um, that's what caused the, the video to get taken down. You know why I know? Because the first video that I did that first one that I did about the uh, about uh, when I first did the first video on the idea of black people being targeted for the vaccine, that video is going strong and, and YouTube didn't touch it. They touched that video because he came on and he said something reckless and you can't say something reckless like that, putting HIV along with this and saying that it's being put in something to be given. You can't say that unless you can have unless you have definitive proof. And I think when he said that, that's what kind of caused that video to be taken down by YouTube. That's just my yeah. I, I remember that caller. Yeah, I remember that caller. And as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I should have known that I was as in trouble. As soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh no!" Right. I should have known that I was in trouble when he said that. And what I should have did is I should have took it down myself and put it into a Patreon or or maybe send it to people privately. I don't know, but um, but look, look, you you worked in the you worked in the medic and in the military. Is that is that correct? Oh, I think she's off the line. Let me bring the line back on. Let me bring the line back on, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. I think she's off the line. So let me put the phone lines back on here. And um, back to the bases. If you're still out there, come on, come on, call back on in. So I'm going to let that, um, let that, but let me play for you some of what I was talking about Joe Biden and how he was talking to black people. Uh, it was a leaked audio that was that we were not supposed to hear but let me see if she's back on 
Are you there? Hello. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Are you? Is everything okay? Yeah, I had a dropped because it's the area that I'm in, so I'm trying to stay in one spot and not move. Okay. <laughs> what I was of saying the to connection you, that I'm on right now. You worked as a you work as a medic in the military. Is that true or false? That's true. Okay. And obviously, you have concerns about this. Uh, has the military? I don't want to get you in no trouble here. Has the military put any pressure on <laughs> making sure that time. people that are milit- <laughs> that are in the military uh, take the vaccine? Because I know, and you probably know this better than I do, and you could probably correct me, the military has been known for injecting folks <laughs> with stuff, you know, especially when you're going off to war and things of that nature. Happy holidays from Ashley Home Store. This holiday season, celebrate the magic of home. Going on now, get up to 40% off. Plus, bring home everything on your wish list and pay 0% interest for 48 months with no minimum purchase. These holiday savings won't last long, so hurry in today to celebrate the season. Shop and save today. Only at America's number one furniture and mattress store. Ashley Home Store. This is home. Yes, any soldier that's put on orders, depending upon which, like what geographical region, yes, there are certain things that are required. I mean, I <laughs> that's something that I do on a daily basis. I update people's medical records on a daily basis. Um, for people who are deploying, I I double check everything, like everything as far as their their vaccines, uh, whether they're up to date. Their dental, hearing, vision, all that. I look at everything. And then after their uh, paperwork is clear, then the paperwork goes back to, interesting enough, human resources. And then <laughs> at a certain time, they uh, go on a plane and then they go. Right. So. Right. But, yeah, uh, as, as far as the military, I mean, I've had another medic reach out to me asking about information about it. So yeah, even though I'm close to it, that's a very interesting thing because there, because even though I'm close to it and I work in it, stuff is still like compartmentalized. So yes, I know up to a certain point, but um, they're only going to let me know as much (laughs) and, you know, they're only going to let me know as, as much as they want me to. So um it's uh, all I know is that, let me see, as far as Fort Campbell, here's how much I know. I know that we are one of the facilities that can store the Pfizer vaccine because we have the capabilities to do do, do that. Not to mention um, the uh, logistics of that is crazy. Like the, the vaccine has to be kept in like negative temperatures. So that means that it has to be transported it, like with dry ice. Yes, And then the way it's administered, like you have only like a minute from it, from it being taken away from dry ice to administer that. And I'm just like, that is crazy. Like I've, I've administered a lot of vaccines over my, my six plus years. And I have never heard of a vaccine being kept that cold. So the logistics of it is crazy because if a vaccine isn't kept at, at, at a certain temperature, then it's it's rendered um then it's rendered uh ineffective like you can't use it mm-hmm. 
Because a lot of vaccines have to be between 35 and 46 degrees. Mm -hmm. And this has to be like in the negative somewhere, negative temperatures. And I'm like, this is going to be crazy trying to um, even vaccinate. What is it like 100 million people or whatever it is by January or something? Yeah, their their goal, it may be unrealistic because of the fact that... Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It may be unrealistic because there's still, like I read in the article, there's still a hesitation with people wanting to take it. You, uh, you got people on mm-hmm. the Republican side, as I was reading, that are don't want to take it. You still have black people that are not willing to take it, although they're saying in the article that I just read off on that there's been an increase of Americans and particularly black Americans who are saying that they may go ahead and take it. Um, because, uh, I think what it, what it is, is that we're in a wait and see people are waiting and seeing the people who take it first to see if any of them drop to the floor or have, uh, uh, any adverse effects with it. Now you said that there was a woman in, uh, repeat that, uh, back to the basics that fell to the floor in Tennessee. Uh, was it a nurse? Yeah, there was a nurse in Tennessee who received it. It actually occurred, I do believe, what's the day, the 19th? on the 17th, so it would have been two days ago, she passed out, like, during a press conference, like, 17 minutes after they had given it to her, and I'm just like, um, ooh, yikes. However, the article also said that she had a um, underlying condition, but here's the problem. See, they're going to use that as a front because um, in, in my training, particularly... If if somebody's getting a vaccine, first I ask them, hey, is this the first time you've you got the vaccine? If they tell me, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm going to need you to hang out for about mm, mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So she was still within that 20 minutes. So for them to say that, oh, well, you know, her feigning is no, that has no, uh, it, it has nothing to do with the vaccine. I don't believe that because that's not sort of, that sort of goes against what, like how I'm even trained. Mm-hmm. Now, usually at about 15 minutes, but still seven, seven, 15 minutes, 17 minutes. I mean, it's still just about the same amount of time for someone to develop, I mean, a whole bunch of allergic reactions. A person can develop, um, uh, you know, um, it, 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 an emergency condition where their uh, their throat and their face swells up. And mm-hmm. then, then that's a medical emergency. She, we got to call. You know, first of all, we better have an EpiPen. We better have some Benadryl and give them an IV because otherwise they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you a personal question. Uh, what about friends and family? Uh, anyone close to you that you know has taken it or is against taking it? CVS is helping you stay prepared this cold and flu season. This week, select Afrin, Alka-Seltzer, and Coracetin HBP products are buy one, get one 50% off. Visit CVS today. Restrictions apply. See cvs.com slash weekly ad for details. <laughs> I mean, you're oh, my mom, she, she's okay. not. Okay. Yeah, my mom, she doesn't. No, she doesn't even like taking the flu shot, so I know she ain't. <laughs> right. I know she, um. She don't want to take it because she. I, I talked to her about it, and she's like, "No." And my mom, she, my mom's fifty-eight years old. She's like, "I'm not trying to take that." She's like, "I'm right. going to continue to drink my tea and <laughs> eat my vegetables." <laughs> mm-hmm. 
she well, trying to take that. Well, you, and with with her being that old, with her being fifty eight, she's she's just she's just about at that age where they say, well, you know, anybody about like sixty and over, you know, they're considered the at risk population. I said, here we go with all this well, stuff. I did read um, you. You heard me read a document on my program on the on the YouTube channel, the Information Man Show program that I have, where I found uh sci- I found scientific data information where they said around age thirty and older, the older you get, the more harder it is for your body to adjust to these type of foreign bodies coming into your body, such as a vaccine. So even so, now they're targeting. They're going to target uh older people in nursing homes because obviously uh, older people have been hit hardest because of their age, but it's really about their comorbidities and their health and their immune system is not as strong as maybe your immune system or mine. But they're saying that even at age 30 and going into your age, like 60 and 50 getting these viruses, I mean, these vaccines the way you respond to it is going to be different compared to someone in, that's 20 and younger. So the older you get, and it's kind of makes common sense, the harder it is for your body to adjust to certain things like this. And that, that does concern me. Now, the nurse who collapsed or fainted after she took the vaccine, uh, can you give us some more details as to exactly, this was in, this was in Tennessee. Uh, can you name the hospital? Do you know what her age was? I'm curious to know if she was an older, you know, a woman who was a nurse of older age. Go right ahead. All right. So let me pull. I'm going to have to pull it up because I didn't I didn't have it on hand. Let me see here. She was a younger woman, actually. Okay, Let me see if I can pull it up on my computer's computer as well. I'm glad you brought this up. Let me see. Oh. Let me see. Hang on, folks. We're going to uh, try to verify this particular article, this story. And um, while we do that, let me play uh, just a little bit of music while folks are waiting to get the additional information to this story so hang on folks let me put a little bit of music out there for you i've been feeling emotional thinking about you thinking about you babe what can we focus on what we should do tell me the truth Okay, back to the bases. I found the article. Let me pull this up. I want everybody to hear this. Everyone listening out there in all the different podcasting platforms, the Google Podcasts, the Spotify, the Anchor, the SoundCloud, the, the uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio Podcasts, uh, let's see, uh, 
I'm on a, I'm on a bunch of them out there, folks. Uh, in tune radio. Uh, here we go. Here's the article right here. Back to the basics. Are you still there with me, sister? I'm still here. I'm okay. looking at a, an article from the Associated Press, and I don't know what article that you're okay. going to be reading from. I'm reading from the Miami Herald, and it says this. A nurse fatally okay. after getting the co- uh, the COVID. So this is, we're not making up anything. This is this is what's been reported. A nurse fatally was fatal after getting, she fainted. Let me correct myself. A nurse fainted after getting the coronavirus shot. Here's why that that's not surprising to CDC. This is what the, the, the Center for Disease Control said. So this is what this is their excuse for why it happened. It says here, the article has unlimited, let me see here, a Tennessee nurse fainted after she received a COVID-19 vaccine Thursday, but officials say that it is not expected with vaccination. In a video posted by WTVC, Shy Memorial nurse um, manager Tiffany Dove, Dova, I think she was, she was a nursing manager, was being interviewed by a member of the media after receiving her shot when she appeared to become uh, lightheaded. And they did say that the, some of the side effects of this thing is that you will feel uh, headaches and dizziness and nausea. So she felt lightheaded and a doctor is then seen catching her as she fell to the ground. Okay, let's go on more with this. When she recovered, Dova said the reaction is not uncommon for her. See, what did I say earlier? Uh, uh, and you and you agree with me. Back to the basics. The vaccine is going to affect different people based on your health, your comorbidities, how you're taking care of yourself, your immune system. Everything, everyone is different. So she said that it was not a surprise to her or if, uh, let me see. She said here, if I have a, a pain from anything, a hangnail, or if a, I have a thumb, thumb on my, a thump on my toe, I can't just, I can just pass out. So she's saying that anytime she takes something or injures herself in any kind of way, that this is normal for her just to kind of fall out and um and uh and fall out. This is what the nurse is saying. It said here on breaking, mm-hmm. this is on Twitter, breaking 911 watch nurse. Now, maybe I should play some of this. Maybe I could this will Yeah, I, I can play this. Let's go ahead. <laughs> when you woke up this morning, did you know you were going to be receiving the vaccine? I did. Yes. Okay. So, you know, all of my staff um we are excited to get the vaccine. You know, um, we are in the COVID unit, so therefore, you know, my team will be getting first chances to get the vaccine. And I know that um, it's really. I'm sorry, I'm feeling really dizzy. Oh, there it is, live for you folks. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow, I'm watching it, and here she goes, folks. She's. Ladies and gentlemen, she's about to fall. The doctor is... Oh, she's falling. I'm seeing it live on video, and we're hearing the audio. And the doctors are catching her. They're coming over to her. This is, this is, after, her, this is after she took the vaccine. Wow. Wow, this is... Uh, 
this is something else. To be able to see the video. And I'm sure this has gone viral already. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, what you just saw was, uh, let me uh, put this. You just saw some breaking news there. Hang on for a minute, folks. You, you just saw some breaking news. You just heard breaking news. We were just talking about the nurse uh, in Tennessee who fainted. And matter of fact, I was able to find the actual article, found the video of her speaking. I watched it uh, uh, back to the basics and everybody out there listening. And peace to you, peace to, to all of you that are listening to the Information Man Speaks podcast on Periscope. And peace to you out there that are listening radio style uh, podcast live on Spreaker right now. You just heard the actual audio and I was watching at the, I was looking at the visual of it right off my computer of the nurse speaking. And all of a sudden she says, Oh my God, I feel, I feel weird. And I literally watched her damn near fall to the ground as the medical personnel or the doctors came over to uh, get a hold, uh, get a handle on her. But, she said in her own words or what was put on the on the article she said here it's common for me she said it's common for her to have this kind of disposition when she takes something what does the united mm-hmm. states center for disease control and prevention say about the passing out after getting the vaccine getting vaccinated they say this Feigning can occur after many types of vaccinations. The CDC, the Center for Disease Control, said that doctors believe that the, the, the reaction occurred because the vaccination process not, is not what is in the vaccine, but yet they don't even tell us, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, and sister, uh, back to the basics, they don't even tell us what's in the vaccine. They don't really spend a lot of time talking about what's in the vaccine, but they're going to tell us it's what's in it, if I'm not mistaken here. It's not, it says here, vaccination process is not what, what it is in the vaccine. It's not what it is in the vaccine is what they're trying to say to us. About 3% of men and 3.5% of women have reported they have fainted at least once during their lifetime, the federal health agency said that feigning usually does not have lasting effects. Dr. Jesse Tucker at Shy Memorial told WTVC Dover reaction to getting the vaccination can happen very frequently. He resurrect it is not, he says that it is not because of the vaccine itself. Feigning can also occur when individuals are nervous about getting a shot, according to John Hopkins Medical Center. So what you're hearing is them sort of covering their behinds by saying that it's not within the vaccine. This is commonly happens to most people when they're either nervous about taking a vaccine uh, that, that they are. They, they faint because they're nervous. They're they're uh, they're a little bit they got anxiety, and anxiety can make you faint, a faint. I have to be honest with that. The nurse herself says that it's something that she always does, and that is faint. Are you buying what they're selling? Uh, back to the basics. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Now, again, I'm not going to dispute her because those are her own words, and she said that that is normal for her. Um, 
I've given hundreds of vaccinations, and even with nervous people, I've never had not one person pass out, not one. It even and that's with somebody like almost getting ready to jump because I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! I gave a vaccination to somebody about three weeks ago, and I and I looked at this person. I said, "Now listen, if you're a jumper, we gonna have problems. I need you to be calm. I need you to look over there. I said, I need you to think of I don't know, think of some sexy woman on the beach somewhere. I said, and just relax. I'm gonna continue to talk to you. You don't have to look at it. And shoot, I, I, by the time I got done talking to him, he hadn't even known that I had even given it to him. He said that was it. I said, yeah. Done, <laughs> and he didn't pass out, and he was nervous. Shoot, I mean, I, I don't think I've had a I mean, shot I've since I was a little a boy. People be nervous. Well, you're not missing anything. <laughs> no, because I don't like. See, what, I mean, this is the thing for me personally, and it, and I think there's a lot of people in our society that have these um, these anxieties. I have a bad disposition when it comes to needles. One, I don't like needles and needles don't like me. And that's why I would make a bad drug addict because I don't like needles. I don't like anything sharp being stuck in my skin. I didn't like it as a child. I <laughs> damn sure uh, won't like it as an adult either. But um, so you're actually, wait a minute. You just broke some, some news to me. You said you've actually have given people this, um, vaccine already or you've given people other injections for other things oh no 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 i haven't i haven't given anybody the COVID 19 vaccine no um not not yet Mm -mm. all all i said stated was earlier is that i've given various other vaccines i haven't given the COVID 19 um vaccine but 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 i said three weeks ago okay go ahead i'm sorry Yeah, there is a chance i mean um like I said, I think I need to, I think I'm at the point where I need, need to talk to um, my chaplain and possibly seek religious accommodation. So, um, because that's where it's going. Um, because um, of my job and what I do uh, on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. So, so, me, me- personally, um, mm-hmm. I, th- this is another reason why I'm leaving the military because. It's just getting to the point where just my spiritual conviction. So it's like, I don't really want to, I don't really like administering them. They wouldn't like me because I would just sort of like, I would literally put an exemption in there and they'd be like, oh, wow, everybody's 100%. Yep, Mm -hmm, they sure is. Everybody got it. (laughs) So, because I don't, I don't believe that um, if people have, um, me personally, whenever I approach someone, I like to give someone options. I don't believe anybody should be forced to do something that they don't want to do. Right. Um, that's just just that's just how that's just what I believe. I wouldn't want somebody forcing something on me. Um, and again, that's to me. Uh, that's what that's what that's what we have patient rights for. Like a patient, even whenever I, I administer a vaccine, and if somebody has a question. Particularly, I have a lot of uh, female soldiers who go ask, hey, um, breastfeeding, are there any contraindications to this? And I'll, you know, and then what I'll do is usually at that point, depending upon what vaccine it is, I'll say, well, you won't get it today. You need to go talk to your um, physician about it. Hmm. 
Because mm. again, with, with this vaccine, if you have a mother who's breastfeeding yes. or who is, you know, pregnant, like how is that going to affect the fetus? Yes. And also with, uh, with breastfeeding, like how, again, you, you still got stuff p- passing through. So how is that going to affect, affect the, um, the infant? So whenever I see a soldier express concern, it's just like, yep, you need to go talk to your doctor. And they, um, like I said, but it depends upon which vaccine. For example, smallpox is a live vaccine. And right now we don't even, I don't even, we don't even administer the live vaccine because that's smallpox, that's a live vaccine. And that's usually something I know whenever I went over to uh, South Korea, I had to get that one. And that's, and that's given every 10 years. So, but, but again, it makes sense. Like if you have this sort of situation going on, when we already have a brand new vaccine, why would you want to give somebody a live vaccine mm-hmm. on top of this? That's just, that's just too much. So, uh, the, you know, the, uh, DOD and all that, they have already stepped in and said, no, we're not doing any, we're not doing any smallpox vaccinations right now. Cause that's a live vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that, that's my beliefs on that. Cause it's just like, I don't, I don't want it. Shoot. I believe that, uh, I'm a spiritual being. Shoot, I don't, I don't want to put anything in in my body that could potentially um, harm myself, and I don't want to do that to somebody else. So, yeah, um, yeah. Let me uh, back to the basics. Let me shift things over before I end the program to Joe Biden. You 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 heard what I had to say last night. I'm oh going to play gosh. for the purpose of the podcast and everyone listening in Periscope as well. And uh, let me play a little bit, just a small section of what he said when he was talking so arrogant about he's the only one. Let me play a little bit of this and let me play it right now. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is another uh, one of those breaking news programs again. Information is power. I'm mute. It also included a few Biden-esque boasts. I'm the first person, black or white, who calls attention to the fact that you were finding that there was the, the rate of people who were African-Americans are dying was three times that of, of, of white people. I don't carry around a stamp on my head saying progressive and I'm AOC, but I have a more of a record of getting things done in the United States Congress than anybody you know. Anybody you know. Some Biden cringe. By 20. 40. This country is going to be minority white European. Hear me? Minority white European. And you guys are going to have to start working more with Hispanics who make up a larger portion of the population. Y'all do. And some Biden temper. Let's get something straight. You shouldn't be disappointed. But I've done so far as more than anybody else has done this far. Okay? Number one. Number two. I mean what I say when I say it. But it was also a space for an airing of, if not grievances, <laughs> at least slight disappointments. <laughs> in a forum that's really <laughs> so Biden says, "I mean when I'm what I, I mean what I say when I say it." And you heard it last night. I played some of those clips, just a small section of it, uh, back to the bases where uh, Joe Biden essentially said to all those so-called black civil rights leaders in that zoom call that was not supposed to be for our ears to hear which they uh i think they did this zoom call several months ago right and we weren't supposed to hear this 
But what you heard is him talking down to black leadership, so-called black leadership. You had Al Sharpton there. You had Derek Johnson of the NWACP. Uh, you had a few other sisters there. You had, you had the uh, sisters there. You had the NWACP with their legal defense fund. You had um, the whole shoot campaign that was there. You had Cedric Richmond. Um, you had, quote-unquote, black leadership there, as they coined it as black leadership in this society. As he was talking down to them, uh, none of them really stopped him and said, hey, wait a minute, Biden, we're not going to take this kind of talk. Now, maybe they weren't going to do that because they want to be on his good side because some of these Negroes want to get a position, in my opinion. And so maybe they didn't want to rub him the wrong way at that time. But none of them came out and told us about this meeting. They kept it very hush-hush. Now, it was leaked. And I wonder if someone that was there leaked it or someone that wasn't a part of that on that panel, but they had access to the, to, to the audio leaked it. Somebody leaked it and you don't leak something like that unless you uh, want to expose the individual. Right. And so Biden was on there saying that I'm the only one black or white that's brought attention to what's happening to black people as it relates to law enforcement and police brutality. Right. And before I leave this program, I'm going to have to play people a little bit of what happened to Sister Young. I'm going to show you guys the audio, just a little bit of it before I end. Sister Young in Chicago, who was mistreated by the police department, they broke into her home. They want the, this is a black woman that was naked with nine officers all around her. She said, hey, 43 times, you got the wrong house. I don't have drugs here. I'm not involved in any illegal activity. I'm a social worker of 20 years, and they mistreated Miss Young and treated her like, a, like an animal. And I'm telling you right now, because her lawyer said this, this would have not happened if this was a white woman. They would have never come in there, showed her no reverence, didn't cover her up or anything. And when they did cover her up, she was in handcuff. They handcuffed this woman when she was buck naked. And then come to find out they, they had the wrong, the wrong apartment because the guy that they were looking for, he had a electrical advice on him. He had a tracking advice on him and he lived in the same apartment building. All they had to do was get their info information. Correct. And they showed this woman, no, no respect at all. And then you have so-called black leadership in Chicago with Laura left foot, or I call her Beetlejuice. And you have the uh, black man, the, they have a black police chief there who admitted that it was poorly executed what they did. And then originally she tried to put in a complaint and Laura Lightfoot in the mayor's office, they marginalized the sister. They didn't take it serious. And now they caught the vapors because it's coming out to the press that this woman, what this woman, what happened to this woman was facts. Now the police department in Chicago tried to keep it a secret. I'm going to show you this video as I get to conclusion. But as I jumped on there, I brought that up because Biden's talking about he's the the he's the first one black or white to deal with the the mistreatment of police as it relates to black people in America. He's a damn lie. You are listening to Information Man <laughs> podcast. He's a, he's a damn lie and I'm telling the truth. Tell the truth. And then he gets up there telling black people, you better deal with it that Hispanics are going to be the biggest population and they're going to be bigger than y'all. You need to deal with it. That's what he said. Y'all need to deal with it. Telling black folks what we need to do when black folks voted for this fool. 93% black women, 86% black men. 
telling us what we need to do. Look like I got another phone call coming in, but stay. I'm not going to go to that phone call. That's a personal call coming in. Stay on the line. Uh, back to the basics. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. That call, that, that, that connection will end very shortly. So he's telling black folks what he's going to do, what he ain't going to do for us. Let's hear this one more time before I put a crescendo on everything. Just one more time. And, uh, Finding that there was the, the rate of people who were African-Americans who dying was three. Here we go. Here we go. Right here. Real quick. You're on mute. It also included a few Biden-esque boasts. I'm this. the first person, black or white, who calls attention to the fact that you were finding that there was the, the rate of people who were African-Americans who were dying was three times that of, of, of white people. I don't carry around a stamp on my head saying progressive and I'm AOC. But I have a more of a record of getting things done in the United States Congress than anybody you know. Anybody you, you know. know. Look how you talk. Biden cringe. By 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. Hear me? Minority white European. And you guys are going to have to start working more with Hispanics who make up a larger portion of the population than y'all do. Than y'all and do. Look Biden how you temper. talk. Let's get something straight. You shouldn't be disappointed. What I've done so far is more than anybody else has done this far. Okay? Number one. Number two. I mean what I say when I say it. Biden said, y'all do. Now, back to the basics. What are your thoughts about what he said when he said, y'all do. Y'all do. I'm the only one that did this more than anybody. Y'all know my record. Y'all. Yeah, we know your record, Biden. You put yeah. black men in prison <laughs> when you signed that crime bill, 94 crime bill, and Bill Clinton, y'all's first black president, we called him, he signed it too. <laughs> and Joe Biden had the approval of one of the most biggest, well-known Dixiecrats and racist supremacists of all time, and that's one strong Thurman. <laughs> what are your thoughts uh, uh, shortly uh, back to the basics? <laughs> this Trojan horse right here, I tell you, he's a mess. Um, <laughs> very disrespectful. I mean, he, I mean, the one thing he did say, yeah, your record, you know, his record sure does speak for itself. I mean, um, just like you said, he's a part of the Dixie Democrats, and um, it's just very, very racist. Um, he's been on record to say that, you know, we don't need any more in mayors. So, I mean, he's he hasn't changed. I, I just, I just don't understand why. So many black people voted for him because I was a, I was not a part of that ninety three percent. Oh no no no! There was no way I was voting for him. I didn't care who his running mate was. It didn't matter to me. It could have been um, it could have been Susan Rice or whoever whoever uh, whoever it, it, it could have been. And I'm like, no, I'm not voting for that. Um, I couldn't believe people were out in the street dancing, calling him Uncle Joe. Well, look at your Uncle Joe right now. What he just said. Right. He pretty much just smacked you in the face. I mean, that was just that was just very and nobody confronted him about about him on that Zoom call. That was so sad. But yet this is the so called black leadership that we have. I was just like, Wow. Who right. y'all mm mm. 
No. And just like no, I, no, just no, like no, I no, said no, last no. night, uh, black people are the ones that get left in the dark. We're the ones that get left mm-hmm. in the darkness, as I put up the picture on my screen here, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you listening in the traditional podcasting platforms, I'm trying to illustrate this. I've got a picture with black people in, a, in their home, kind of shadowy dark, because this is an article that came out of it. This is a picture that came from an article talking about how black people lost a lot of wealth. Not black people who were middle class that were doing well under Obama. We're talking about black people that were on Main Street who lost a lot of wealth under the Obama administration of those eight years, left in the dark. And same thing here again. Black America is always getting the short end of the stick as Joe Biden sets up here and boasts and tells black people, or in this case, so-called black leaders, what he ain't going to do. And that was a, at one point they had said to him, and you remember this, uh, can you do executive orders to deal with the, the, to create police reform? Because police are killing us. Police are doing all kinds of things to us in black America. And he had another excuse and says that he couldn't do executive order because he can't do something that's illegal and that someone would come behind him and change it after he was out of office. Just a lot of excuses that he was giving uh, black people. (laughs) And you heard that audio and I've got that audio, but I'm not going to play it all here uh, because I want to go into uh, the situation with the sister in Chicago. And uh, what I want to say to you, uh, sister, uh, back to the basis, I want to thank you for coming on to the program today. But I want to get your opinion before I play this last part of my show. Uh, the video of Miss Young, when you saw me play that last night, and I warned everybody that it would be emotional if they had not seen it already and digested it. What are your honest thoughts about what you witnessed on that video that I displayed on the Information Man show YouTube uh uh, platform on my YouTube platform last night. Go ahead. It was degrading and it was disrespectful. I mean, right now I have no tears left. I was so angry. I wanted to throw my laptop, throw my phone, <laughs> throw hands. It was just so sad. Like she, I think in the commentary it said that she said, Hey, you got the wrong house 43 times. Um, and then afterwards, you know, they finally checked their paperwork after everything had been said and done and said, oh, well, we made a, we made a mistake. And then to make it further, they turned off their body cam. Again, this is the same, oh, but yet, oh, we need police reform. Is you serious? I mean, you can't reform stupid. I mean, if you don't even check your paperwork before even going out to do a raid, I don't know what to tell you. That's how I feel about that. And I hope she gets everything that she, she, she wants. I hope she, I hope she gets everything that she desires because that's just ridiculous. Well, I meant everything I said last night. I hope she sues the Chicago police department for everything. I hope that she gets so much money out of the Chicago police department that they won't have enough money to make uniforms for the police coming out of the Academy. And I mean that. I hope she sues them for every nickel, dime, and gold teeth out of their mouth. Get it all. Get it all. Um, And you notice when I played the other video, the news said that that's commonplace, that they've noticing that there's a frequency Mm. of police breaking into the homes of black people in Chicago. And 
they have the wrong person. Isn't it funny, back Mm. to the basics, as I get ready to move into the video, isn't it, it's not really funny, but isn't it interesting how they will tell you, even some of these conservatives will tell you about the violence in Chicago with the shooting, right? They can tell you about that, about about that, okay? And And I'm not condoning violence of any kind, but isn't it interesting how they don't, the news does not talk about how the police in Chicago and across this country mistreat black people and go into our homes and treat us like this when we haven't committed any crime because they got their information wrong. What are your thoughts? No, it doesn't surprise me. That's the one thing I keep, I keep watching and the the same thing keeps coming up a common theme Plausible deniability is real common around here. Everybody, oh, well, you know, they'll do stuff and then, you know, just act like it's pretty much the old, the old saying of someone throwing rocks and hiding their hands. Right. Yeah. You they they, they're going to throw something and then, oh, act like they didn't do it. I just, I just so, (laughs) and yeah, that made me so angry whenever I saw that, that had, that she was treated so poorly, Mm -hmm. so poorly. Um, still, in 20, you know, in, in here in 2020. And then not only that, it's been nine months since Brianna Taylor. So nothing has changed since Brianna Taylor. Right. I mean, she, she's, I mean, if, if, if things would have been different, she could have got shot right there in her. Oh, right. Right. It shows you that the police departments who claim that they understand what we're going through after everybody was out there protesting during the summers and causing all that, you know, that they were out there telling people how they felt. You would think that the police departments would have got it, even though they claim that they got it. So when you saw those police officers out there getting on a knee and acting like they were understanding, it goes right out. It goes in the ear and out the other ear. It's bull crap. This is still happening. Something's got to be done about it. And what's even more disappointing is that this happened under the leadership of a so-called black mayor and Laura Lightfoot. And I'm not getting caught up in her sexuality. She's got, she's the damn mayor. And she should have been held account, and she should have did something the first time. Of course, she took back everything she said because she didn't take it serious when this sister Young filed her first complaint, and they tried to throw it under the rug. They didn't want anybody seeing that videotape that I'm about to show everybody in just one minute. And this is a problem. And this is why you got people out here saying defund the police. Defund the police means take money and put it into areas of what counseling therapy where police who are ill-equipped to deal with certain types of people whether it be someone who's mentally ill you call in an expert that can deal with that person that's what defunding it doesn't mean that you don't give the police any money to do their jobs it means take some of that budget that you give the police and police departments are a large hunk of the budget of most cities take some of that money and put it into areas that could decrease crime but nobody sees it that way because you got Republicans and conservatives who demonize what defunding the police really means. With that said, let me uh, get ready to play this video as I get ready to end the program. Back to the basics. Thank you for coming on. I hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll do this again on YouTube and uh, and on my second channel. I'll probably have you come on there with me and we'll talk about some issues as well, sister. You have a great day, and I thank you once again for all your support that, that, that you bring to my channel and to what I'm trying to do over here. I really appreciate it. All right, you too. You have a great day. 
All right, that was back to the basics, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this sister is very dynamic. She follows me. She's a very good supporter of my program. She follows me in uh, the YouTube world, in the podcasting world as well. And I'm glad that she was here to join me in this conversation today because uh, I think it was uh, much needed. And so what I want to do uh, is get ready to prepare the audio. I'm getting ready to show you something. I'm going to show you a few minutes of this because it's about seven minutes, but I'm only going to show you a few minutes of it. And a few minutes will be enough to get the point of what I'm talking about. And here is the breaking news right now. Information is power. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to stop that right now because I just realized something. I can't pipe that into my, um, I'm not able to pipe this into my uh, podcasting system on my traditional podcasting platforms, but I'm going to, I'm going to stop that right there because I'm going to end up having to put a crescendo on the podcast. Thank you everybody for listening. So the bottom line, what I was talking to back to the basics, it actually happened. I want you to look this up. Alexander Young is her name in Chicago. Just put in your search engine. The police um, did a raid on a black woman who was naked. They, they walked around her while she was naked. They handcuffed her when she was still naked. They took a long time before they had even the respect to put something around her like a blanket. Um, it was horrible. She told them 43 times that she, she had the wrong place. And when the cops found out that they had the wrong place, then they all came together and gathered together, and guess what they did? They turned their body cam off so that you could not uh, hear what they were saying. So they wanted to keep everything sort of hush-hush because they literally screwed up this from, from start to finish, and I hope that the sister uh, sues them. She wants to meet with Laura Lightfoot, the mayor, in her church and have a what we would call a good old... Let's meet heart to heart because of what happened to me. She's a spiritual woman. But I, I think that uh, Laura Lightfoot, in my opinion, has not been a good mayor in Chicago when it comes to dealing with these issues around things that are impacting uh, black people. And that's just the bottom line. Uh, we have a lot going on. I'm going to come back to you with some more stories at another date and time. And I thank you all for being here. This is the Information Man Speaks podcast. You take care of yourself wherever you are in the world. I'm going to get on out of here. I thank you, those of you that are listening live right now in Periscope and listening on Spreaker Live. Thank you. Tell everybody about the program. Check out the Information Man show on my YouTube channel, the first channel on YouTube, the Information Man show, and subscribe. Then I have a second channel, which is a podcasting channel. It's same name, Information Man Speaks Podcast, and I have different material on there. With that said, you take care of yourself. And I appreciate everybody being here. This is Information Man Speaks Podcast, and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm.
Information Man Podcast. Left brain versus right brain. You know, we should switch to Geico. I'm picking up what you're putting down, buddy. We could save hundreds of dollars a year on car insurance. Ooh, with that kind of scratch, we can get the band back together for a reunion tour. A, we were never in a band. B, Glenn let us play the tambourine on stage one time. And C, we will, however, put that savings towards a new interview suit. Look what I found. Huh? Still got it. Oh, no. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.